day and welcome to Sunday podcast with Susan Abeta. It's another Sunday and here we talk about what pertains to life and godliness because we understand that Jesus Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. Some things are becoming like a new normal in our community and society of today but it shouldn't be anyways. So, let me tell you something. So, from yesterday, like from around 7 a.m. yesterday, the weather has been extremely cold. It has been raining back and forth. Like, you just wouldn't leave your room, like, without something to keep you warm. So, I was like, I was just, and, you know, I was just like, this seems like weather for two. My neighbors were, like, adding purpose to it. Yes, so, it's weather for two. I was like, Wait, let's know what we are doing. Do, is it necessarily supposed to be a needed blanket? Is it, is it necessary that a young man or a young girl can be your blanket today, tonight, because it has been cold all day and it's going to be cold all night? Like, what the? What the? Oh, but that's not the problem. So I was right in my room trying to make a decision. Is it must it be weather for two? Is it necessary? Why didn't I, I was I was contemplating? I was not like Susan. Why do you have to start contemplating? If this is acceptable, if you should go for this or not, weather for two, does it even sound well? So discussion wasn't needing results, so I needed to just get myself to myself and trust that I walk in light. I'm not confused by pressures of the cold weather. <laughs> So, as I was into it, I was like, God, tomorrow podcast, uh, what's going on? What do you have for us? And Hebrews 13 comes louder. Like, it came louder. Like, louder, louder. So, I'll read from the message and, and the Passion Translation. Stay on good terms with each other. Add together by love. Don't have to quarrel with everybody because of their opinions and everything it's not important just stay on good terms with everybody you don't have to be accepted by everybody good terms or oh, honestly is what keeps you with those people fitness what keeps you with the people on good terms with people held together by love be ready with a meal or a bed a meal or a bed yes be caring be hospitable a meal or a bed it's not you're not a snack for a guy or a lady to snack on. You're not an appetizer. But be ready with a bed or a meal when it's needed. Why? Some have extended hospitality to angels without ever knowing it. I'm not saying you bring a temptation to your house. You are not married. It is like walking on ice. You are walking on somewhere that is cold. You don't have a blanket. You don't have a help. What I'm saying here is be caring, be hospitable, be your brother's keeper, be your sister's keeper. Obey your mini, but I don't have somewhere to stay. Are you welcome? Though, yes, I no longer, even in my absence or in my presence, I no longer welcome male guests in my house because God knows it. So, why some have extended or started to angels without knowing it? Regard prisoners as if you are in prison with them. Some people are in different prison. It's the prison of the mind. It's the prison of possibilities. Some is physical prisons. 
they are locked up in jails and prison for what they did or what they did not do. So God wants us to regard prisoners as if we were in prison. We should we should guard ourselves this consciousness. Like how oh, like that empathy, not the sympathy, the empathy. Look on victims of abuse as if what happened to them had happened to you. I've seen people walk through abuse. I've walked through abuse myself. Physical, verbal, sexual abuse myself. And regardless of all of this, that you are caring, you are taking advantage of, that you are hospitable, you are insulted, in an attempt to care for someone, you became locked in a prison and you became victims of this. There's this instruction. Like, it's not something we could actually just push away. It said, honor marriage and guard the sacredness of sexual purity. An attempt to be on good terms with people and love them, an attempt to be ready with a meal or a bed, an attempt to extend hospitality to strangers, an attempt to regard prisoners who are in prison as you are in prison, an attempt to look on victims of abuse that did that happen to us. God is telling you and I to honor marriage and guard the sacredness of sexual intimacy. You know, people that come close to your life in your dark time, the tendency for you to cling to them exists, and the tendency for you to seek something deep and sexual with them also exists. So God is telling us in the midst of being on good terms with people, in the midst of being hospitable and caring, honor marriage. God, the sacredness of sexual intimacy. Or oh, imagine you stay in a room, self one and a male friend is trying to like, oh, come around. Or even in a room, like, oh, you're stranded for tonight, just come around, self. And I tend to be caring or hospitable. You've been abused, you become a prisoner of sex, of abuse, or things you never thought would happen. God is still telling us today, honor marriage and guard the sacredness of sexual intimacy. See, all these things I mentioned earlier, it is easy for us to sleep because we are trying to fulfill them. Or, uh, I don't have to have issues with him or her. We have to be on good terms. No, I should be caring. I should not be wicked. No matter what he or she has done. Uh, this, this, this. Honor marriage and guard the sacredness of sexual intimacy. I'm sorry if this podcast is long, but I trust that God will flood you and I with light. And God will help us to live the kind of life we want us to live. So, between wife and husband, God draws a firm line against casual and illicit sex. God draws a firm line against casual and illicit sex. Look, we feel like, oh, it's normal. But you know, be rude now, girl. Come off it. Why is so opinionated? Like you're not the first person doing it. You will not be the last. I mean, everybody is not doing it. And I can be among those people that are not doing it. That don't need to casual and illicit sex. Because it's not it's the norm doesn't make it an acceptable value for me. But let me read the version translation of that verse for you. Honor the sanctity of marriage and keep your vows of purity to one another. For God will judge sexual immorality in any form, whether single or married. Honor the sanctity of marriage and keep your vows of purity to one another. The first thing, do you even have a vow of purity? Have you professed some vows? Vows are not rules. They are solemn promise that you decide to live and perform at all costs. Solemn promise. 
Suzanne, you have got to be careful and sensitive in handling matters like this. What are you saying? Okay, I was trying, I was even trying to act like I'm in tune with the passage uh, like this, but no. The scripture slaps me differently and deeply. So what should you know? No one is worth desecrating your vows of purity for. You don't have to be in a relationship before you make a solemn promise to you and others that God will put in your life. Have a vow of purity that you've decided to keep. Come with me. You're, it may be ridiculous. It is not obsolete. I'm not going to kiss you till I get to the altar with you. It sounds stupid, but if that is your vow, oh, you know, you may kiss happens, it could lead to this. You are keep you are keeping yourself and you are keeping them. So your vows of purity has the capacity to keep you and keep and preserve the people that God will keep you bring to you. But even if you don't have, if you see you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything. And when you notice a man or a lady who is eager to have your vows bridge and compromise for them. That is a red flag, especially outside of marriage. It is advisable that you part ways. And nobody else will be there for me. Nobody else. You've not met all the people that are going to love you. And there is someone out there that is willing to wait, telling you you what the wait. Uh-huh. So you don't have to desecrate and violate your vows of purity for him or for her. It's not worth it. Oh, come on, we're going to get married. It's not worth it. Yes, I'm a nasty person. Okay, so this one, the stupid things that I do, which God has used to preserve me over the years. When a guy keeps pressuring me, Susan, now, why are you like this? Why are you so hard on yourself? Like, ah, this, this, this. Okay, same. Wait, I asked up front. Okay, what exactly? Young man, why this pressure? Why? What do you want? A one I stand whenever forever and when you ask a guy that direct question I tell you it's going to come off first okay let's just be friends with benefits let's just do this just a one I stand just this this funny reason like oh sorry young man I'm unable to help you it's not that <laughs> it's not that it had been easy to come to that fame decision of sorry I'm unable to help you so then why your opinion you are you man but you know be rude it is not wood actually neither is the sex mansion my body is not wood. that is the sex mansion sometimes we need to remind ourselves this truth you and i were not created for sex sex was created for us and there is an, an, a fulfilling part to enjoy it and that is marriage so come on i'm just going to taste the birds and have some white fun dearly beloved in the full sense of it, it is not fun. It is fornication. You have formed your action against God and your body. Have you forgotten that your body, my body, is the temple of God? Yes, we get to. We seem to forget this. Babe, we are getting married. Uh-uh. Have you met married folks? I tell you, don't worry. See, I just married him. Or ah, it is you have always loved, guy. You have married. You have married. Illicit casual sex. It's not the ideal. And the funny thing that pricks my heart is that guy will tell you, even the girl that came last night is a Christian, so don't keep quiet. What are you saying? Her name is this, her name is this. She attends this church. She even left my house to church yesterday. I'll be like, see, I'm not having issue with the ladies alone. I'm not, I must have issue with the guys. Okay, for me, an unbeliever hasn't had the capacity to ask me for stupid things. But people will listen to the same thing. I've asked me stupid things over and over again. 
So it's not about your faith. It's about your vows of purity. Job was saying, I've made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully upon a woman. David was saying, I've made a covenant with God. How can a young man, by keeping it according to the word? So what are you keeping it to? What are you holding on as a solemn promise to your servant, to God? Young men, your wife and your children at home, and you are professing love that you divorce her for me or me for her. It's funny. It's not going to happen. It's an it's a mirage. So there's this popular tweet of I love bad girls who love God. Will you keep quiet? What a responsible Asher for we that's an insult to our faith. See, I'm not coming here to be biased. Uh, I love a guy that loves God with a touch of wildness. What are we making the new normal? I'm not here to be a judge because I'm asking God to help me too. But the truth is, casual, God draws a firm line against casual and illicit sex. God is against sexual immorality in any form, whether it is single or married. It is not fun, babe. It's fornication. And see, the more you bridge your vows of purity, okay, I can't argue more than that. Ten seconds, greater no, we don't more than that. Now, baby, come close. See, the moment you start thinking of your vows of purity, there is fire in the mountain. Because, see, uh, that you messed, yes, and also that you messed up once is not a reason to continue in the fix. Move on, break the fix, ask for forgiveness. I have personally escaped circles of rape. I wish I walked up to someone or asked for help. You see this? I was raped. No one believed or this, so I just decided to act out their scripts. What happens to God's scripts? That you were raped? Rape is deep. Rape is deep. Rape is awesome. Rape is... Rape, rape can hold you up in a fix for a long time. But the moment you decide to tell someone about it, the moment you decide to ask for help, see, you have been a victim of rape, and everybody that comes to your life says, okay, marriage wants to have sex with you before they can marry you. That's another rapist in mercy. See, because you, you end up being hurt. Someone who loves you and claims to love you is not on any ground going to use your downtime as a stepping stone to be in your heart or to be in your life. So, flee. And God's grief about you has not changed. Yes, something happened and it's really messing you up. It's really messing me up. But God has helped us. So, I'm not just referring to the ladies here, don't you, man? I'm calling you to order as well. It is not just it is not just it's, it's Susan, what you what's your problem it's just machine here and here we've not had any intercourse it's just a mind a mind penetration just some anal some oral god draws a firm line against illicit and casual sex if you're not married to him or her you're not permitted to go close to his or private it's as simple as that Susan, it just happened we didn't want to then don't let it keep happening don't let it keep happening. God will help us in Jesus' name. You, uh, 
I'm not sure, okay. Maybe you're in a relationship with someone like, oh, babe, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the guys and ladies in your life, babe. I want to be your first and I want you to be my first. You know, I know God will forgive us. Let's just do it. Let's just do what? See, you don't have to negotiate with the devil to fulfill your inordinate desire. Well, I'm not trying to glorify prostitution. But if I'm being pressured into it, I see there are places in Nevada you can go to this, this, this. You see girls that want to get angry. But no, you can't tell me I, I want a bad girl who loves God. I'm not a bad girl. I'm a child of God. And see, if you have someone you had affairs with in the past and keeps coming and reminding you of that past, see, it is in your power and your capacity to ruin him and fix him or out of the past. Yes, if they keep coming and say this happened, let's do this again. This is help them, tell them you've moved, and ask them to ask God for help. What are your vows of purity? It doesn't have to be conventional, you know better. You do know that if you have eating, okay, do you know that if you have eating sexual addiction, like porn masturbation, you are at more risk of violating your vows of purity. You don't have the circles. You don't have the circle of friends that are God and purity conscious. Sometimes or most often than not, they will make you or help you violate your vows of purity. So, baby, don't puncture your innocence. You don't know what it feels like. You'll see a virgin, male or female. Don't puncture your innocence. My friends are making it. Please let them make just of you. It doesn't work out. It doesn't worth violating your vows of purity for. It doesn't worth it. If it worth it, it's going to wait. If she worth it, she's going to wait. We'll just do it once. See, sex is your current. It's an addiction. It's just like coke. If you take coke, you want to take coke again. So, guard your heart with all diligence. Ignore. Ignorance sometimes is a good thing because what you don't know, you don't know. Stop questioning your vows uphold your vows make your vows part of your values and they say wait it's not, i'm not saying you should give yourself rules when you are committed to a vow you know you know when there's a tinkling time bomb and you susan you should leave this place right now susan don't press it for that leave now job was saying i've made a covenant with my eyes not to be close to the opening room i have made a covenant with my eyes not to have this i passed by someone someone passed by me I've made to not have a second look. It's ugh for me. Anything after the ugh, it's a red flag. For me, it's a red flag. A red flag. So it's yours may not be. It's may not you know yourself better. It may not be conventional, but you know that truth that is deep in your heart. So if your vow is to have your first kiss at the altar, it is not obsolete. It is not a cake. Do you know when you keep your vows of purity, you are keeping somebody's vows of purity. You are just indirectly helping. See, it doesn't have to be with your significant other. It could be with your girlfriend. Babe, see, I've noticed this circle in my life. I'm trusting God to help me keep this. Can you be a watch over me? You are close to me. Can you be a watch over me? Can I call you at the point? There are times I have to call a girlfriend. Please, start, this is what was about to happen. Can you just speak sense to my heart? I'm considering what Susan just got out of that place. Yes. A tree doesn't make a forest, especially when it comes to this that looks like it's normal. Ulysses and catch your sex at the end of the day. 
if this slap different if this slaps differently take time today and meditate how many people have you desecrated your vows of purity for and how many vows of purity have you violated i'm not here as a church i'm here as a friend god is calling you and i back to other because everybody's doing it doesn't make it right and seriously it's not everybody that is having sex before marriage it's not everybody that is unfaithful in their marriage so a married man is stressing he's not a new mother don't you know you are a savior leading back to his wife and his family if that is what you do with your life and new generations will be grateful you came ancient word ever true changing me and changing you we have come read of your hearts oh let the ancient words in part thank you so much for listening to today's podcast you can share with your friends and families if you have questions can reach out to me with a message you can reach out to me on social media sooner or better you can reach out to me through a call the text i'm available i see god helping us lord jesus we thank you for today we thank you because your word is truly changing us lord we know the noise around us seems that illicit and casual sex is the norm and we are struggling between our body and the faith and our vows of purity lord we ask that you would help us you keep us focused you will guard our hearts in your truth and you cause us to live it thank you jesus because you love us for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen share with your families and friends to see you next